0: Mo-cast. the podcast beyond world of warcraft
1: welcome everybody to mocast this is the seventh, the seventh episode, episode. Oh, yeah. and uh man it's been a journey so far of course uh we have our uh, dearest uh, flame over there oh thank
0: you and, very uh, much uh, dear marcelian <laughs> over there
1: <laughs> and today my friends It's been a long time coming, and we've had our eyes on this bad boy for a while. You saw the title, you saw the thumbnail. It's none other than Echelon! How's it going, buddy? (laughs) Stop, guys, how you fucking doing? No, Um, you gotta do the intro, man. You gotta do the intro. All
2: right. (laughs) So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Akulon here, and welcome back. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Happy to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, that's what it is. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's, the oh, yeah. that's the good stuff, that's the good stuff. So acolon uh, a lot of you probably know acolon from his YouTube or some of you from his streams, you know, on Twitch or YouTube. He, I, I saw him stream on both oh, yeah. platforms, but hey, let's yeah. just have the man talk a little bit about himself and, you know, Akulon, take the stage, my friend, what do you do? What is it with you? <sighs>
2: Alright, well uh I do a little bit of everything. I think that's uh that's I, I I am a proper extrovert in that I get bored with one thing if I do one thing for too long. So my main shtick, the thing that I love most is lore, right? So yes. and not just lore like novel. So yes. novel is the the Bible of Wild <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the granddaddy. I I take what Noble does and I speculate about the future of World of Warcraft. So whatever is supposed to happen i take the story and i say right what can we what can we extrapolate from this how can we move forward with the story that's what i love doing and um, it's as low budget as comes it's there's nothing high fidelity about the about it it's just me sitting in front of a camera talking to hopefully an audience that enjoys the shit uh,
1: i'm, sh- uh, the I'm sure just, i'm sure there is none no, it's 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 not you know Uh, I don't think the, the most important thing for your content, at least especially on the whole speculation thing, is first of all, the energy, then second, the personality, and third, the points that you make, right? It's... High fidelity, that comes whenever you want to do it. it it's something on, on second base, you know, the, the true favor is that The passion, that's it is there. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> important.
2: <laughs> I think it's about, it's very much about that. Like what you just said there, it's about the community joining in. So my yes, videos, okay. I, I when I make points, I'm very clear. Let me know in the comment section down below if you guys disagree with us, right? Because everyone has opinions and everyone loves the lore. Oh yeah. And it's all about your... This, the feeling I go for is we're all sitting around a campfire, having a drink, and uh, talking about wow lore, like you would do with your friends anyways when you're going <laughs> to a campfire and having a barbecue, right? That sounds so. Unfortunately, cool, I bro. don't have the equipment to do an actual campfire, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that I'm going for is more friends talking about wow.
0: Uh, that's that's pretty good, man. And th- let me be honest: with all this social distancing, I would go for a campfire <laughs> barbecue, wow talk oh, oh that's yeah. sounds oh, so sure. good right yeah
2: now. that would be so good
1: oh, uh, <laughs> at one point in this lifetime we shall i can i can already see like a bunch of wow nerds you know <laughs> like i can oh see that would be awesome and, you know everybody, everybody talking about and speculating about stuff that's really cool <laughs> i'm thinking about the steak, something though. that should be a fucking
2: stream like if that <laughs> yeah. ever happened that should be a stream 100 percent. That would be great a
1: hundred percent it's like you mentioned that um you are you are quite open and you always mention to, to your audience that hey guys do you do you disagree what your opinions on this did you ever had like an a heated discussion in the comment section regarding one of your videos something like that do you recall anything like that
2: yeah uh it happens a lot so people <laughs> people disagree a lot that's i think the beauty of wow is everyone has their own opinions on where the story is going and a lot of people don't like when their opinions and your opinions don't align. So, oh. yeah, I've had many a discussion in the comment section on, you know, people disagreeing with me. But I have a very some, I have a very simple rule. I'm all for free speech. I'm all for people saying whatever the hell they want. It's how you say it, though. So if someone yeah. comes into my channel and calls me a stupid fucking asshole, that's an easy block, right? Uh, oh, yeah. You just get you get muted from the channel i'm never going to see your shit again so you can rage as much as you want in the background uh but if you come in and you're respectful and you tell me you think i'm wrong here's why you think i'm wrong i'm happy to have that debate i'm happy to sit because i'm learning right almost every single thing i know uh or every video i've done has been inspired by someone either in the comment section or on discord
0: or on twitter so it's it's and that's that's a, fun for uh, me.
1: That's a beautiful thing, actually. That's a right. really good mentality
0: to have, especially uh, with the type of content that you do.
1: Yeah, so like I it's think like, so. like you said, you get bored easily. But I'm curious. I'm going into a little bit of the world of Warcraft <laughs> things here because I I've been watching your ass for a while. You may not know it, but <laughs> I know I've kind of learned about your let's say transformation. We'll take it from the get go. As a person who gets bored very often, Akalon, or should I call you yes. Stefan? Is that okay? Should, should call you Stefan. Stefan
2: is fine. Akalon <laughs> is fine.
1: Whichever way you want. All That's right. All right. Thing. All right. So. Every time I see you, even in in you know in the the Shadowlands alphas and betas and whatever. But anytime I see you actually mm-hmm. play the game, you always play a warlock, and you played a warlock yeah. for a lo- the longest time, my man. My first character is, ever made. All oh, right, beautiful. But what <laughs> keeps you playing warlock over and over? It's like it's the god class. It's <laughs> the best think. class in the game. You gotta you gotta is. give me reason for that, my man. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, it's simple. So, way back in the day when uh, shamans first was developed, and this is canon, by the way. I don't care if Blizzard doesn't yes, agree. Lore, this lore. is canon. <laughs> okay. Uh, when shamans wanted more power, they became mages. So everyone knows mages are more powerful than shamans because shamans suck dick. But <laughs> when mages <laughs> couldn't become more powerful, they uh, became warlocks. And all the mages that we have today are people who simply couldn't cut it as warlocks. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, wait, wait no.
0: <laughs> I, I have a question for you because uh I, I like my lore, but I'm I didn't keep up with it. And I always thought that warlocks were the results of uh, Shamans no longer being able to connect with the elements and tending to fell afterwards. Isn't that there's how what happened? Or
2: yeah, I mean if we're going actual blizzard cannon lore, not Akalon's cannon lore, <laughs> but he decides it's <laughs> the fucking lore.
1: And you don't fuck with um, Akalon cannon, man. There's a there's a couple
2: of ways that it could go it's been retconned a few times uh with changes here and there but it basically turns into shamans who could no longer really connect uh embracing the foul there's also a theory that mages started embracing the foul and this is how warlocks came to be but but for me personally so on a more serious note why do i play warlock when i made my character all the way back in vanilla So I started not in the beginning of Vanilla. I started towards the end of Vanilla uh, because I didn't have the internet in South Africa to actually play the game uh, online. We still had dial-up until like late Vanilla. Um, And then I started my first character and I was reading through, I don't know if you guys remember, World of Warcraft used to have, when you choose characters, they would have give you this little bit of backstory mm -hmm. about how warlocks are not really accepted in the Alliance and this is why they're in the basement. And... In the in the horde they can be great leaders but they're also distrusted by thrall when i read what warlocks do i was like this is my fucking class <laughs> a class that, that that feeds on the agony of its enemies how can you not want to play that <laughs> so that i
0: just is that, that the purpose it. in life
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much i mean one of my favorite pastimes outside of making youtube videos is watching people fall on youtube <laughs> those, those fail army compilations is like oh, it dude. keeps me busy for hours
1: is that, is, that, is that still a thing i know i used to watch that yeah, last yeah, fail army lose hours it's that still show. a thing oh yes. it's still a thing i, will and get I to still that. laugh at all of it <laughs> will 100 yeah. get get to that all right but do you play any other classes i mean uh okay warlock is your most played but what about i don't yeah. know any other classes you would go for um
2: Back in the day, before World of Warcraft started, uh, in Legion, really, when we started with the whole um, borrowed power bullshit, where alts became almost impossible to really play at a high level, because borrowed power takes so much time to invest in. But back in WOD, I had every single character uh, at max level at 120, uh, what was 100 at that point. Um, Yeah, yeah. so every character was at 100, and I raided, I would say, semi-hardcore, on uh, the warrior, the paladin, the druid, and the sh- shaman. Um, oh. When I say semi hardcore, I mean like heroic, nothing mythic. Yeah. Uh, my warlock was the mythic one. Uh, I can play every single class in the game. Like, let's be fair. World of Warcraft is not a hard game, right? Uh, right. You need like an hour with a class, then you figured it out. Uh, so I can play every single class in the game, but there's a few that I really dislike. Arms warrior, I fucking hate uh elemental shamans i hate oh no uh, all, all healers i hate play. <laughs> Healer healers the most boring class and uh, spec to play <laughs> I, I don't want to keep people alive i want to kill shit i love tanks i i enjoy my tanking when i have time to to actually play it
1: all right so it's it's no, it's mess. interesting like Acolon is either white or black. There's no gray area here. So healers, fuck them. I don't like this. I
2: I get bored looking at the raid frames and going, oh, this guy's low. I guess I'll heal him. (laughs) (laughs) I get so bored doing that during a fight. I just, I once walked off. That's how I know I'm not for healing. We were in the middle of heroic, I can't remember the boss. It was the first boss in Cataclysm, uh, in the first raiding Cataclysm, that worm thing. What was his name?
1: Oh, I don't like remember. this giant yeah, fireworm. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember that Yeah, that, that one. The giant, giant fireworm. Was <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That one, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, flame the, flame the giant
2: fireworm. And I was busy healing people and I just got up and went to get a drink. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm bored. I'm gonna
0: leave no, now. You're downplaying <laughs> healing, which I really like, and I've never, never seen healing being made to look so uncool. It's, it's brilliant. I love it. <laughs>
2: Wow. Look, if right. we're going to get into some World of Warcraft stuff here, let me just say, I think Blizzard could make healing very interesting. The problem is just that Blizzard seems stuck in their ways of healers just look at raid frames and that's all healers do. Yeah. I think you could come up with, like Mistweavers were very cool for a while, especially their smart healing. I love that idea. Sure. I yeah. just think Blizzard should really start building on that more. Healers should be more support classes rather than just pure healing classes.
0: That was right? about. I um, was about to say. I think uh, uh, fist Weaving is one of the the first steps that they could take into actually making a healer because Miss Weaver has smart heals. Meaning that you don't need to be focused on the frames as much. And then you can just like interact exactly. with the encounter. I mean, it's nice to, you know, preemptively counter mechanics with cooldowns and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. But yeah, like you said, I mean, just looking at frames and clicking, I'm clicking X and I'm healing the thing that he took because that's somehow interesting. I get, I get yeah. that, right? That's why this yeah. swing is really cool. And when you can, the boss is smashing the ground, but you put your bubble up, and nobody takes him It's like, yeah, uh, fuck you, boss. What's up? It's, it's, yeah. it's also
1: an argument for this priest too, because this priest uh, can can also have this middle melange between, you know, healing the party frames, but mainly dealing damage and making sure the tournament yes. is up. It's these two specs of healing are are different, but the rest are more or less playing with the party frame.
2: I think Blizzard enjoy? is. If there's one thing I would say about Legion, really, ever since Blizzard did the major, what I call the blank slate character theory, um, you know, Blizzard decided to make boring classes so that they could make borrowed power kind of make it interesting again, right? So the classes on their Mm. own is very boring, but as soon as you add the borrowed power, they become interesting again. Um, Whenever Blizzard did that, they went into this mindset of safety, you know? Uh, they don't want to go too far with something because I think they're afraid that they're going to piss off their audience. And I would want to say, dude, you're already pissing off your audience with BFA. How about you just do something dangerous and yeah. see how it go, works out? Go make there. cool healers. You know, yeah, make yeah. the weaver like it used to be, where first weaving was actually all about the damage. The more damage you did, the more healing you would put out, you know? Yeah. Um, you, you'd be able to get your mana back. There was There was so much going into it embrace that level of playstyle. i think that that's something that would make me maybe play maybe And no offense to healers we do need <laughs> you especially me i don't move from fire because that's my fucking job there's a reason there's healers you can be keep your while moving i mean if i'm doing the job of not taking damage then really i'm taking your job from you so oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the best one i've heard so far
1: let's we'll take these quotes and put them into the guild raids you know? <laughs> Dude, it's it's a, it's different, but this this uh, this optic regarding uh, the the changes in Legion, I never <gasps> looked at it that way. But it's, you're actually right. It does feel I I didn't feel it as much in Legion, but I definitely felt it in BFA where. Your class would feel really, really weak until 8.2, basically when we had all of the majority of the the traits and then the essences, right? I'm ta- I'm not talking corruptions when I go in there. That's yeah, it's fine. No. Yeah, all that's right. the thing. Same thing yeah. with
0: uh, with Shadowlands. They're, they're nerfing stuff like like mage uh, shimmer cooldown just so that they can bump it back with with a conduit. That felt a little bit mm. awkward. Like. You're taking away stuff for classes just to give them back through conduits so, okay i get that the classes maybe have some things that are over par but when you do it like that it's like you know those those special black friday discounts where they bump the prices up a month before and then you're like oh my god look at the discount that we're having <laughs> good analogy. Uh, it's the it's
2: the problem that's the perfect analogy by the way and just for people that are wondering why i'm not looking at the camera and flame is on this screen. yeah it's it's yeah it um the problem that I see with World of Warcraft is, and I understand why Blizzard decided in Legion to start doing Borrowed Power, right? Because it's easier. Before this, they had to create three new spells or talents for every single spec in the game. You know, that's a lot of specs, a lot of new talents that need to be figured out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Classic, TBC, Wrath, Cataclysm, Mists yeah. of Pandaria. Reworks on almost all of the major uh, classes. Yeah. Every single expansion, just because yes. they were always trying to make it new and make it better. So it was a lot of work. So I understand why they did this in Legion, where they made the characters more blank slate. So on its own, and why it didn't feel it in Legion is because the the artifact system was actually perfect. Yeah. I mean, the artifact system reintroduced a lot of intricacy to the playstyle it made it more difficult It gave you a rotation that you had to play around more things to watch more spells and abilities your spouse and abilities would work differently with the legendary system as well and bfa unfortunately that sync wasn't there because everything was automatic oh uh, yeah right? it was just on your character and you just had this boring ass character sitting there going now oh, i i have four spells this feels uh. great <laughs> I'm playing League of Legends in World
1: of Warcraft. (laughs) It felt like that for a while, for sure. It's... um, I'm I'm hoping that uh, the the majority of things... Because one difference between uh, uh, Legion and BFA was like... uh, You said in Legion we had the artifact system from the get-go and we built upon that. Like in BFA we had three different power gains, right? Starting with the Azerite Trace, then Essences, then Corruptions. And also, I believe, like within the traits, you still had a long fucking time until you got the right ones, and also be able to to unlock everything while in Shadowlands. From what they keep on telling us, is that all of the player-powered systems, like Covenants and Soulbinds and Elegies, those will be available from the get-go. You still have to work towards them, but they'll be there from the get-go. Now, not in patch 9.2 or something like that. So that's hopeful. Hopefully, better than uh, than BfA. But on that note, Echelon, mm-hmm. thinking about Shadowlands. Now you you played you played the Beta, you played the Alpha, right? Uh, still uh,
2: Alpha, not but Beta, yes.
1: But okay, what what is like the most exciting thing for you about Shadowlands, if there is any such thing?
2: Oh God, lore. Oh my God, the lore is, it's <laughs> explosive. Um, I mean, I'm having the time of my life reading every single quest. If you, the people on my stream are probably bored of this at the moment because I read every quest that I'm, that I'm doing. Uh, the lore is insane. From a gameplay perspective, the Covenants are amazing. Um, the story that the Covenants tell, the ideological difference that Blizzard introduced with the Covenants, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's almost like voting for your favorite political party. You either love the Veinthyr or you hate the Veinthyr. You either love the Necrolords or you hate the Necrolords. Or like me, I hate the Kyrians and I could really care less about fucking the Um <laughs> I am a Necrolord and maybe Venthyr, depending on where the best what for is. Warlock is. Why,
1: why am I surprised?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing that bothers me about it is the player power i wish they would remove the player power from the covenants (sighs) because i think the covenants work perfect as a story as the storytelling mechanism it's perfect it gives so much choice so much flavor it doesn't need the player power on top of it because that takes away the choice in my opinion it doesn't add choice
0: it's like yeah, I agree. It's uh, how they did it with Suramar? Everybody. I don't know if there's a person that that hated Suramar. Maybe not everybody loved it, but I think every, yeah. pretty much everybody liked it. And it was like no part, It was
1: just story. was a fucking night it, it was beautiful, man. I didn't play wild well that loved, much for story, but Suramar was. Pff, I for, loved Suramar, oh, especially the
2: idea of building up your own little base. You know, yeah. seeing that that done tree right grow and seeing the the things fix around Suramar and how you unlock more and more of it. Yeah, I love that. I locked in every single day. I would miss the world quest. Fuck that. But the Suramar world quest and the Suramar days, yeah. they had to be done daily. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, no. So, I and think on
1: the,
0: that's that's how I covenant felt with the uh, with the Covenant stories for sure. Mm.
1: <sighs> it yeah. is it, it is something to look forward to. I I know Ian is stubborn about. The whole concept of an RPG in an MMORPG, but I think I don't know if Preach said this or, or maybe Hero. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. No, I think Cru- Crucial said it in a video. The thing about choices in RPGs is absolutely brilliant, not in M- in an MMO, because an MMO is far more. Than your usual RPG, you have your elements, and you guys pointed out beautifully. Like the covenants would be an excellent driver for story, for choices on paths going into your character and developing, you know, how your character looks and the story of your character and where he belongs in the world. That's perfect. That would be perfect. Adding that player power to it, and don't get me wrong, covenants don't look that much more problematic now rather than the fucking soul binds and the bonuses nah. in, in 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 dungeons and shit. That's like a whole nother level, right? So, I don't know, man. I think it's, they're, they're sticking to this for sure, at least.
2: Uh, I would, uh, on that, I would say, uh, if it is crucial to say that, he is absolutely correct. My own thing that I said during the stream while I was watching Preach and, and Ian talk about this was in a game where the best option, right? It's first of all, in a competitive game, Yep. where the best option will be theory crafted a week before the expansion launch or even a patch launch. Yep. There is no choice. Like, what choice are you talking about? Because there's a base choice and then there's a bunch of wrong choices. Right? That's what it um, is. Yeah. So personally, if you want choice, you have to include agency, but that agency cannot be tied to the competitive side of the game. The second you combine it with competitive, uh, there's no more choice. I'm gonna have to play Ardenweald uh, or Night Fae if there is the a base for warlocks. Otherwise, pug groups are just gonna go a little ellie giggle, you're not coming to the fucking pug. And I feel ah, oh, damn, <laughs> yes. I'm not coming to the pug. So yeah, oh. for me, I just don't like it. I I feel like Blizzard misses the mark so often with these RPG bullshit. Uh, um Yeah. Sorry, it's it's that, that's the I one. just I'm sorry. I just mute I'm just muting a bunch of people who's made, sending me messages because it's making the noise. Of receiving DMs, so
1: but, but, uh, but we didn't hear it. We didn't hear anything, so yeah, th- no, that's it's, fine.
0: <laughs> that's fine. Okay, but yeah, yeah it, it felt it felt like over the years Blizzard have become stubborn in uh, in what they want to design for the game and how they want their quests and accessibility yes. to be like grow the game. But you know, I mean, BFA is a clear result of that. The accessibility, the lack of death, the lack of um <clears throat> you know you, you said about like yourself choice i mean when when if you're not going to play the game competitive then nothing really matters and if and if choice is impactful then nothing really matters but when you give okay you can you can have power a or power b and you can choose like but that's not we, you said it you got we got three talents every new expansion and uh yeah. one or two extra spells but you didn't have to like go through two weeks of grinding to switch from one to, no. the, to the other that's I don't, I don't, I don't know. But they're, they're like slowly shitting away their stubbornness. So one can only hope that maybe one day they can uh, get rid of this as well. They're slowly like working out their GCD issues. So fingers crossed. Their, their mindset is correct. Ian kind of shot his own
2: argument in the foot because he used gear with preach. He used gear yeah. as the example, right? When you get a trinket, that's perfect for single target. Um, that's the trinket that you're going to use, right? And that is a, an impactful choice. The problem with what Ian was saying there is, yeah, but when I get another trinket that's good for AoE, there's no rule ever that has existed in World of Warcraft that said, oh, if you use this trinket, you're not allowed to use the other one, right? Yeah, it's true. If I have both, I can use both. Uh, and unless it's unique equip, right? But that's a whole different story. The problem with what Ian uh, still seems to miss here is... The whole point of choice is to give players as much choice as possible, not lock choices behind barriers that they can't get to. So hopefully they see that before we get into Shadowlands. But even without that, let me just say for anyone that's watching that that is on the fence, get... Shadowlands, it's oh, yeah. going to be great. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be, be much fucking better. great. Yeah,
1: it's going to be much better than, than BFA. It's I mean, it's, it's oh, at, yes. this point, at this point, playing in, in beta and alpha and stuff, it's confirmed definitely a lot better experience. At least if you're just a filthy casual, then it's going to be perfect. If you're trying to get some things done, perfect. If you're competitive and moving on to the higher bracket, it's going to be fine, probably more on down the line. But overall, great package. Mm. Great package.
2: Whew. 100%, 100% agree different, with different that. Kind of 100% agree. Thing. Yeah. All right. uh, remember, people have to remember: as content creators, our job is to nitpick on even the most useless ah. of things. <laughs> so, because you're trying to fix the game, you're trying to give feedback that makes the game better. So, yes, That's we nitpick true. on things, but in the grand scheme of things, I would say Covenant's being tied to player power is like a five percent of the whole yeah. expansion. Like, it is not even
0: worth mentioning for you to buy the game. Or exactly. Whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely going to be something that's going to show up. Um, moving a little bit out of wow, uh, we actually yeah. had a, a really a really uh, personal question that we wanted to ask. So you've been having your your YouTube account for what is it ten years now? Oh yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's two thousand ten. It shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh, uh, but I I started that
2: YouTube channel back in college. I uploaded four videos. My internet was not wasn't good enough to upload videos, so I stopped entirely. <laughs> Um, I my channel, like the World of Warcraft channel, started about three and a half years ago.
0: All right, that well, that's when I think officially started. Right. I I know I've I've discovered you in Legion when I was looking at Warlock stuff because Warlock is also a, a, a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, um, that's when I started in <laughs> Legion. <laughs> no, I've, I think I've devoured all of your uh, Warlock videos in Legion. I don't I don't know if I skipped one uh <laughs> but uh but back to uh to the question so what got you to shave your uh your hair in 2017
1: and cut your beard too and yeah. as as you're gonna oh. say this we're gonna put on the video because it's, it's, it, oh, it sure. it's i found it remarkably man i look sick
2: in that video. like i i seriously look as if i have some kind of illness in that video. <laughs> <laughs> c- um it was just I guess back to the whole getting bored with stuff, you know, <laughs> uh, I was getting bored with the beard. I was getting bored with my hair and I just thought, you know, fuck it. Let's take everything off and see how I look. Uh, turns out not that great <laughs> no. <laughs> without the, you know, because there's a, there's a very pronounced double chin, of course, there uh, a nice fat kid look when I don't have a beard. Um, I love it. I promised my viewers that I would shave once we reach target weight because I've been on a, uh you know quite a heavy diet for a while but um i promised my viewers i would shave just so that i could see for once what i would look like skinny and without a fucking beard but um yeah i don't
0: know why i did that i I, I seriously looking back at that video i cringe every (laughs) fucking time (laughs) you're gonna remember um, those kind of decisions man i think that's that's perfect
1: but it was it was a celebration for you getting 1000 subscribers if i recall it It was something in regards to 1,000 subscribers.
2: Yes. Well, that was the... That was... uh, It was like... It started at 500 subscribers. I was saying, I don't think I'll ever get to 1,000 subscribers. But if I do, uh, I'll do something big. (laughs) And then when I fucking got to 1,000 subscribers, like six months later, uh, it was... uh, it was the hair and the beer that had to go. <laughs> oh no, I actually got it. I didn't think
1: it all. <laughs>
2: yeah. That was I a shame. Didn't think I would get it. Because I mean, I looked at your videos, I looked at so many people's videos, uh, especially novels videos, so high quality, valueless videos, so high quality. And I kept thinking to myself, this is not I, I'm nothing. Oh, I, I don't on. have editing skills. At that point, I didn't even know what editing was, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't have editing skills. I don't know how to make a thumbnail. I knew nothing. Like, if you look at my first videos, it is all those thumbnails are made on a free, uh, like, a web page that gives you a free ability to make some thumbnails. You can import <laughs> a picture and put, like, a couple of words on it. Like, you can't do focus or jack shit with that. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That, that's all I knew what to do. I and To the- this day, I... I'm horrible at <laughs> Photoshop or any of that shit.
1: It's, uh, you know, it's it's humble beginnings for sure. But I mean, the most important thing out of it is, you know, being consistent and always improving, man. It's, it's not like... Uh, and people who love the content are sticking around and uh, the yeah. community is growing, so... You know, you have your own shtick. You have your or your own thing. It, as I said, like in the beginning of the video, it doesn't have to be super production value, super edit, edited. You know, yeah. that's something that um, some content creators really put a mark on. Um, but some 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 other content creators use their mark on more of the personality and more more of the subject matter, yeah. and I honestly don't believe super high editing and production value is that needed when you're doing a lot of you know lore stuff and yeah. speculation. That really has to portray more of the personality, the arguments, you know, the yeah. energy. So it's it's good, man. It's good. It's, it's there's no way. Yeah. I, yeah. As we discussed at the
2: beginning as well, um, I do see a slowly but sure change in the World of Warcraft YouTube community, what content people choose to consume. Right. Um, I specifically see it now a lot with Balula. Even Balula has started to do the whole, you know, Mike right there, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. sitting, talking to his audience rather than just, uh, you know, reading off the teleprompter. I think people want something real, especially now with COVID, where people are so removed from friends and family and people. Sure. Having something real is something that they want, and it plays perfectly for me because I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> uh, I luckily have an editor now. Like uh, we have an editor. Who...
1: Ooh, congrats! Uh, moving uh, up, yeah. moving up the scale, my boy. <laughs> That's so cool. the quality is a little
2: bit higher but it's now that that sort of i don't know um, if you guys know what absurd theater is
1: absurd theater it sounds very familiar oh can i put my mind I, st-
2: I studied drama at university uh drama Ooh. acting and singing and so uh, absurd theater is theater where you make things look like an a- accident even though it's not an accident and it's bad acting, but bad acting planned for, right? So Gosh. it looks like the actors can't act. It looks like everything is going wrong. It's a comedy form, um, but you—it's—it's a—it's a, it's a fucking—it's amazing to do that. So that's what my editing style is. It still has to look really low budget even though it's right. not really anymore <laughs> you know so yeah, that's yeah. what alex has to go for
1: yeah <laughs> you, you you gave him quite specific uh, <laughs> uh like triggers to go for but i gotta say like the quality has improved uh uh like starting from when you first started you. like doing this it has definitely improved and you know what man i'm really happy that you found your spot because maybe maybe i'm wrong but again i i follow you uh, for 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 the longest time and i i saw like at some point you started doing uh you know the different games you started doing a lot of gaming news coverage and then going back to wow it felt like you you were finding your place did you yeah. do, do you feel like, you found your place. Like, I definitely see Like, this is definitely Aklon's thing. Like, you know, lore and speculation. And, you know, some motherfuckers, with all of that. That's the brand. Yeah. That is. Is that like, yeah. are you settled now? Is this, okay, this is the path. I'm going with this 100%. Yeah,
2: there's actually, uh, I guess, a bit of a dark story behind uh, the other games that I ventured into. Um, about a year and a half ago, I went through what can only be described as a depressive episode I've never been oh, depressed yeah. in my life so I did not understand what was happening to me but oh, yeah. I, it was the darkest time of my life it had to do with love and goal and shit um, oh boy and I, I, I basically self-destructed you know um, yeah I hated everything. My content showed that. Uh, I was angry at the world. And at that point, the gaming industry was giving me every reason to be angry yeah. at the world. It and sick. so it, I, I almost ruined my channel. You know, I lost over 2,000 subscribers thanks to that little stint. Uh, we finally got all of that back and more. But, um, uh, you know, I, I lost my mind for a while. I get, Yes, I would say to answer your question in a very long-winded way, yes, uh, I am... I'm, I'm finally feeling at home with what I'm doing. You know, I, I wake up and I'm excited for what I'm doing. And hmm. I still do a little bit of this and that. And I still plan on getting into the gaming news, yeah. but not daily. I think that's too much negativity for people. Once a week, quick 10, 15 minutes, tell people what goes on in the gaming industry and fucking move on with your life. Because there's too much negativity. I, th- I don't think people need that.
1: Oh, yeah. But I'm
2: loving what I do now. Yeah.
1: And it shows, man. It shows because it's so relatable. Uh, just because I think a lot of wow content, wow well, content creators in general go through this phase. It could be depression, right? Uh, for most of us, it is. It could be burnout. It could be like mm-hmm. the the anxiety that you know you you don't know what to do next to you know keep the the growth going and keep the people interested and, and stuff and. Yeah. I know cuz I was I was watching your stuff and it it it, f- it really felt like you know it it showed right it showed you know you you were a little bit on all of the planes you know it felt like you know I want to take that route but to take that route and now I mean not now but for you know uh, a respectable amount of time it does show that you finally found your place and i'm happy to hear like you got past that episode and you know you're doing good for yourself you're hiring editors and shit how about them apples hey. it's, it's good <laughs> <laughs> i
2: i finally i think um i started listening to come to my community again which Properly. was what yeah i think saved me um I had a very profound email from a viewer that's been around since literally, I think he was like the 10th or 11th subscriber on my channel. Wow. Um, And he emailed me during this dark time and he said, dude, I love you, but this is, this is not possible. Your content makes me depressed. And when he said that it was just like this bow going off, dude, what are you doing? You have these people that love listening to you. You're not happy with what you're making. It makes you more and more unhappy. So just fucking get out of that bullshit. Get out of that mindset. So I I told the girl to go fuck herself. Uh, I I <sighs> just, I changed my life and I just said, no, no more. This Bravo. is it. We're getting back to the roots, back to what I love. And uh, yeah,
0: Bravo. went back to speculation. There you go. <laughs> <Bravo>. <laughs> to go back. That's a- <laughs> That's, that's the kind of stuff that uh, it's really, really inspiring to hear because we, oh, yeah. we all go through like really shit shit times, depressions and stuff yeah. like that. Some more than others and, you know, life isn't particularly easy. But when you can get through that because we can all, that's what I like, a uh, famous quote is that we can all get through that depression. We have the strength to persevere and get out on the other side. And that's really cool to hear whenever, whenever this happens. And like to that note what what was that inspired you you said that it was that one message is that uh, yeah. all the fuel that you needed to go through uh do you have anything else that might have inspired you or pushed you through forward? i think yeah yeah i think from there
2: i i really delved into a lot of jonathan Haidt's work um a lot of uh peterson dr jordan peterson's work <laughs> yes.
1: no um, shit. Well, all right no. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I started to dive into Steven Pinker's work quite a lot, started looking a lot into depression. And the one thing that you have to do when you find yourself in that dark place is identify is that darkness coming from within or coming from without? If it's coming from without, change your circumstances, because it will fix the problem. If it coming, If it's coming from within, go see someone, yeah. I mean, there's no shame. And saying, dude, I need a psychiatrist, or I, I need medication. There's no shame in that.
1: There's uh, absolutely no shame, sure. <clears throat>
2: our, our, our brains are very complex, and mm. shit, something's gonna break. Have you ever seen a car with no fucking breakage or no no problems no and that's not nearly as complex as the brain so yeah go see someone take that medication gulp it down like a like a fucking sailor if you have to but (laughs) fix your life you know and get yourself out of that darkness and that was it for me uh it was mostly a lot of jonathan Haidt's work and then a lot of jordan peterson's work that just got me out of that hole that i was finding myself in
1: it's uh, the, uh, Jordan Peterson is also something for for both me and uh, and Flame yeah. uh, helped helped us a lot uh, yeah. uh, probably in the same not 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 specifically. Uh, depression, but a low downtown like both without jobs, you know, trying to figure out stuff, how to make things work, and, and definitely Jordan Peterson offered a structure, you know, uh, 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 yeah. some sort of, you know, okay, this is how it should work. So it's, it's I'm happy, a, happy. to hear that.
0: Yeah, it's perspective, and I think one of the strongest quotes <clears throat> that I have heard anybody say came from uh, Jordan Peterson, and uh, it was the thing that I just said was uh, like. You know how you grow up and people say like the world is wonderful and it's, it's really not. The world is difficult, nature is constantly trying to kill us with diseases and predators and natural disasters <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's a lot, of, a lot of misery that happens. And, and whenever you yeah. hear that, it's like, oh, yeah, because it happened to me. But when people say, uh, oh, look, uh, the, the world, the world, the life is wonderful. Everything is glass half full. And when it doesn't happen to you, then you start to think like, wait a minute, that's not for me. Is, am I doing something wrong? Am I wrong? But <laughs> no. the, the strongest yeah. thing that he said is like, but we have the power to overcome that. And I think that's the most yeah. empowering thing I've ever heard and actually helped me personally a lot in my, in my life.
2: It's so true. It's so yeah. true. Um, you can only, like, no, none of us are guaranteed happiness, right? Happiness is something that you achieve through achieving goals. That, that's where happiness comes from. That's yeah. where that dopamine spike comes from. And dopamine is literally what it is to be happy. is a dopamine spike. You can do it with quick stuff like drugs or cigarettes or playing yeah. video games, but it's the goal. But well, one thing I would say is people should really stop looking to Instagram models and YouTubers and oh, fucking yeah. celebrities <laughs> oh, yeah. to try and figure out if they're happy. It's not real. The vast majority of people sit in front of a camera and what you see is what they want you to see, not what is real. Yeah. They don't show you when they're crying in the corner after they've made the video. They're not showing you where they're thinking about suicide. They're, uh, they're showing you what, what makes them money. So, remember that and fix your fucking life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just straight, straight to the point. <clears throat> now, no. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. Like, <clears throat> Jordan Peterson, for me, is like, I, I took the things that helped me. I don't 100% agree with all of his philosophies and all, all of his guidance, but it did, it did help a lot. I'm a, more of a Robert Greene fan, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that uh, uh, shortly. Right. It's... Um, First of all, thank you so much for being this open, man. Uh, we we haven't really it's my got pleasure. yeah. We, we, it's um, we haven't really got into to stuff like this uh, in our prior podcasts, and you know I think it's really important that people understand you know that especially as uh, you know being a more or less a public figure in the, the online space, that shit ain't easy, man. And if you get if you if you get hit by something hard like you know. Uh, a relationship fail or I don't know some sort of drama in, in your family and you still have to be that public persona it's tough and you know mm-hmm. here you have Aklon. Uh This also us we've been through our struggles you know individually and still try to maintain um, it's it's enlightening and humbling at the same time uh, to see to see people like just being openly yeah man I went through this you know, I, you know, looked into it. Is it out from inside? Is it from the, the inside? And, you know, take the, the proper actions. It's a beautiful thing. Don't mm-hmm. be ashamed. Uh, it's, there's no shame. And as Aklon put it, the brain is such a complicated device and such a sensitive one. Jesus, you got to take care of that shit for sure. Oh, man.
2: The, the fact that we don't fuck up every single child that's born in this world is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's because. <laughs> i mean something small you take police officers or military servicemen veterans sometimes something so small that to most of us would seem insignificant can fuck up your entire life you know can give you ptsd it can do so many things the brain is yeah it's a mystery uh so never feel ashamed if you feel like you need that help no absolutely just on the on the you said you started your thing with you don't agree with everything that George Peterson says. Yeah. Um, I have never met a single person that I agree with on everything. There right? you go. Yeah. Um, I am a very centrist human being. So I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a conservative or a li- yeah. liberal. I believe both sides have good arguments. And I think both sides are also fucking stupid most of the time. 100 I I follow multiple people. I listen to everyone, and I take what I think uh, makes the most sense for
1: me. Yeah, for you. Yeah, you know? sure. That's that's yeah. how it should be. That's how it should be. Mm. It's filter, uh,
0: filter all the good.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's a beautiful thing that we're all different. You know, like you yeah. know, little pieces of puzzle making a big, you know a much bigger uh, picture. It's it's fine. Let me life would be boring. Be, exactly right. Let me be different than you, and you would be different than me, and we can have a nice chat. When that yeah. evolves into something toxic, like what the internet is nowadays, <laughs> now sign me off. Fuck Red Paladin's Havoc is the real spec. What? What'd you say, Paul? <laughs> 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 All
2: right, my man. Did, now, um, I think cancel culture is the biggest problem.
1: Uh, well, sorry. yeah. Just, it's just. Dude.
2: Content creators are so afraid these days to say anything because if you say the wrong thing, you're canceled.
1: Yeah. But well, sure. everyone
2: should just do what I do. If you want to cancel me, fucking go for it. I don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it is it is something, but it's not only like the cancel, the, the public ca- uh, cancel culture is one thing, but this has also been deep rooted into, you know, YouTube and Twitch and, you know, all the mm-hmm. platforms that, you know, we're basically trying to, to deliver our passion, right, and, yeah. you know, help people or entertain them or inform them or whatever. Our platforms are also really knee deep into it, so that I think the the first amount of fear comes from that, from within you know the place you're doing shit. Not the, the yeah. public cancel culture. That's a whole different different beast. What it is uh, we're living in interesting times. Mm,
0: but yeah. oh yeah, one hundred percent agree. This I think twenty twenty has been one of the most uh, chaotic <laughs> years. Hello. Uh, in, in modern, <laughs> modern times. So if we can get through
1: 2020, yeah, woo! That's an accomplishment, right? It's like, hey, yeah, humans.
2: <laughs> I, if humans can take one thing, if people can take one thing from 2020, it's, and this is why I said, I don't care about being canceled. If YouTube tomorrow turned around and banned my channel or Twitch banned me, I'm intelligent and humans are made to fucking scram. If you can't eat, you'll find a way to make money to eat. That Humans are extremely fucking uh, durable, right? Yeah. And 2020 should teach people that. We are durable. We can last through yep. a lot. Yep. It takes a lot more than a fucking virus to, uh, to kill us or to stop us. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think people overreact too much. They just fucking hell. Doesn't matter. Life's good,
1: bro. History, history <laughs> we survive
0: like what 50 years of McDonald's, we can survive a virus.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck <That's>, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well the I, could, I always wanted to ask you, man, like uh three years ago you, you you basically said that you started properly. Uh like did you when you when you went to like full full in YouTube and then streaming and stuff, was it like a plan or something like okay, I'm gonna do this full time? and let it lead me all the way or did you have this second thought i don't know maybe have a backup or anything like that uh
2: no i am i am the most impulsive person you'll ever meet with a lot of things there's things that i think about long and hard but for the most part as i said i get bored very quickly i had a business before I started the YouTube channel.
1: Ooh, do do tell more after this. Oh,
2: I I had a construction plumbing business. I can't do plumbing for shit, but I had plumbers that worked for me (laughs) that could do plumbing. So um, we did construction plumbing and uh, I got bored very quickly with that. (laughs) So uh, when I finally had the internet, like I always knew when I studied drama at university, I discovered very quickly that this is not for me. I don't like the fame. I don't like the lifestyle. And when I say fame, I'm not talking about people greeting you in the street. I'm talking about what it does to the famous people. You know, we had a guy, I'll never forget this, on campus. In about three months, this guy had 10 different religions, right? Every week, it's another fucking religion. Every week, it's another fad everything uh, for the actor's mind is about dopamine and they do the next big thing and i just never fit into that lifestyle it just never made sense to me so i left that and i i knew i wanted to be a youtuber the day i found out that youtube could be a job i wanted to do it the problem was south africa's internet we had very slow copper adsl uh, that could not upload videos that was just a nightmare oh, so yeah. i left i sold my company the second i got wi-fi that could go up to 10 megabits per second (laughs) i i sold the company and i started my youtube channel that was it i just jumped i just said fuck it if it fails i'll go work at mcdonald's i'm sure it will be fine (laughs) Uh, i just don't want to do this anymore i want to be a youtuber i've always wanted to be a youtuber i love entertaining people and so i started it went really slow i pretty much lived off of all the money that I made from the company that I sold. And uh, yeah, about a year and a half, that money started to run out. So I, I uh-huh. had to really start fucking working hard to support myself. But luckily, I've never been one who needs a lot of money. So um, a- I've been making my living on $700 a month for like
1: two years or some shit. Ooh, What you did, you did mention, at, I think on a stream, because people, I think it was a stream, uh, people were asking like, "Hey, man, how how can you can, can you manage to to live off of uh, the 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 YouTube income?" And you did say that. Listen, like South Africa isn't as expensive as would say you know uh, the you know London or I don't know uh, Germany, uh, Germany or something, something like that. Is that still the case? I mean, it, are you doing okay for yourself? Obviously, growing. Uh, is that still an argument, or are things becoming? I don't know. They, are the expenses? especially now with a, an editor and stuff, I'm guessing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm doing a lot better. Uh, you know, last month was the first time I ever, um, I ever made what I would consider to be even a decent salary in the US. You know, I, I, I made over $2,000. So I won't say exactly how much. Congratulations.
1: Not- oh, <laughs> <shit. That's, yeah. laughs> there you go.
2: You know, for the first time ever, and this month we're well on our way to doing it again. So Beautiful. it's been, it's been great. But, Yes. You have to remember something about South Africa. The entire tax base for South Africa is about 11% of the population. Wow. Um, Pays all the taxes in the country, right? So it's probably a little bit more like 15 or 16%. The last time I checked was like a few years ago, and it was 11%. So it's a very poor country. The vast majority of people here live under the international poverty line. So a lot of times companies have to take the losses simply because they can't, if they sold it at profit, they wouldn't make any money. So the government has all sorts of ways to reimburse those companies as they plunge us deeper and deeper into debt. So I would say general living is still relatively cheap in South Africa. I mean, my house that I live in right now is a three bedroom, double story house, very big. um, And I think it's like $600 a month.
1: Six hundred dollars a month. Ooh,
2: okay. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like six hundred dollars a month. There you go. Uh, And I live with my, I live with my brothers. Uh, Like we all live together, Uh, just because none of us have wives. So why the fuck (laughs) live alone? And (laughs) YouTube is a very lonely job. So if I did live alone, I don't know what I would do. Who would I talk to? Who would I?
1: Yeah,
2: it would be boring. So I like living with someone. Um, But yeah, South Africa is still pretty cheap. I'd
1: say. Hey, man, but you're still doing good for yourself. And, and I, I'm curious now. Yeah. It's like, uh, I've been watching. Lately, you've been putting out a lot of videos and streams as well. I, I've seen it on Twitch. I've seen it on YouTube, the live streams, <laughs> and also a lot of vids. Like, sometimes I see, like, two or three videos in the, the, the same amount of, of of day or something. It, it's it's a lot. Yeah. And it, it yeah. does seem like you're kind of a workaholic, but do you ever get to relax Like, do you take time Um, off? And what do you do if you do? (laughs) Very rarely.
2: um, Even when I'm not putting out videos, I'm doing research into some topic that I want to talk about or something that I want to do. I don't like taking time off. I feel like if you take time off, it's so much harder to get, like a lot of people say go on holiday, you know? Yeah. The problem with going on holiday is when you get back, th- those first few weeks getting back into work is really difficult. So <laughs> I, I prefer just not taking those breaks and then you can just work. Um, but I think it's also maybe a cultural thing. South Africans, uh, at least my culture of South Africans, uh, so just so people understand, there's 11 different official cultures in South Africa. Um, my culture, that. the Afrikaans people of South Africa, uh, our language is Afrikaans and we're called Afrikaners. Um, we're very hardworking, right? It's still a very Old Testament type of culture where right. hard work is how you get to heaven. You have to work your fucking ass off to get somewhere. Now, I don't share the religious side of it. right? But I guess to me... I'm just so blessed, I think, as a content creator, to be able to make content and have people watch it and be paid for what I love. I feel like I I owe my viewers that content, you know, I owe them something great. Um, So, yeah, and I love doing it, so I don't need a break from it. Find something you love doing and you'll never need uh, a holiday and you'll never work a day in your life, I guess is how the (laughs) saying goes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's, it's 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 the 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 thing the thing about it is we we talked to, about this a little bit with uh, Dalaran Gaming as well, and he he's also like he was talking about how how much he actually puts in uh, into his videos and streams and all of that. And at one point, he had the revelation. It's like, man, I haven't taken a vacation in years. Maybe I should take some some time off because the burnout is real, man. It, it will get to you. Yeah. You have to be aware. I respect a hundred percent the you know the the ethics of of hard working. I you know I, I strongly believe in that. The grind, yeah. you know, keeping it keeping it there. Yeah, but,
0: it's it's a, The thing is, you know, I mean. Uh, some people can do some people uh some people need a break you kind of have to you know recharge your batteries the way they say it doesn't have to be like a like a, a week uh, over but disconnecting from certain things and uh p- dipping your toes into other things can give you a little bit of more perspective and give you mm-hmm. maybe a little, even more appreciation but i 100% agree with uh, with what you said the oh let's go on vacation coming back to get back into into the productive state yeah, it takes a while It's different with people, uh, for people person to person, I guess it's also uh, a discipline thing, I I suppose, and also comes from inside, like how much drive do you have? Uh, Fortunately for both uh, Marcin and I, and from uh, from what you're telling as well, we actually love what we do. So we're like, we cannot wait to get back into it. I took two or three days like, oh my God, but I I need to do something. I need to do (laughs) something. I'm kind of forcing myself to take a vacation now, but even, even then, like, I don't know how much I'll be able to disconnect from it but having that passion in, I think that can save you from those, oh, I need to go back to work, I need to get back into the mood, and to get back into the routine. I don't think that's as dangerous if you actually do what you like.
1: Yeah.
2: I agree with that. I think for myself, um, the biggest problem is I can't relax until I've done at least some work, right? Yeah. So, that's true. like today, I don't have any videos planned because I've made videos last night And so i'm going to be doing some research but if i let's say for example after this uh recording i just went and i watched the series i would be sitting here incapable of relaxing (laughs) because i know there's something that has to be done i can still work i can still make videos (laughs) i can still do something go do it (laughs) you know that that's like my mindset the whole time is i have to do something before i can relax um even when i'm if i can't stream on a night I, I said they're feeling guilty the whole time and then you can't enjoy anything, right? You're <laughs> feeling guilty the whole time. So in order to not
0: feel guilty, I work. I mean, right. I don't feel guilty and then it's good. How is it called? <laughs> the, the fruit of labor? Uh, food tastes so much better after a long, day, a long day of work. Oh, so true. Yeah. So yeah. true. <laughs> but
1: if, it, if it wasn't for YouTube uh, and Twitch, uh, Stefan, what career path do you think you would have chosen? if youtube didn't exist twitch didn't exist what do you think you would go for
2: law most likely that's what i wanted to study before i decided on acting Ooh. um i i was accepted into one of the top law schools in south africa um Ooh. Ooh. i then went to england and when i came back from england i was like "Fuck that i'm going <laughs> acting but- i got bored
1: let's talk it. Fuck it
2: yeah, I think I think law. I
0: think I would make a good lawyer. I can talk a lot of shit. And,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think that will work. The, the it energy is there. Was
0: about to ask, he was uh, coming back from uh, from the UK to study uh, to study uh, uh, theatres because you figure out, oh, I might need some theatre skills to practice law. <laughs> <laughs> Comp, it my help, yeah. what's they go,
2: because I mean, the 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 courtroom is nothing other than theatre at the end of the day. Oh yeah. Um, But yeah, no, England changed me a lot. I went there just after school, like most South Africans back in the day did. Uh, England used to give us these uh, working holiday visas for two years, and you could just go work there for two years. Um, It it taught me a lot about myself, and also I I did so many things that it was absolutely illegal. (laughs) It it was just, it was just an embracing time. Yes. So yeah, but I think law, most likely. Or if I really could have the freedom to do whatever, so money wasn't really an issue, I would start a restaurant. I love cooking. So cooking is like one of my favorite things in the whole world to do.
1: I would easily
2: start a restaurant.
1: Man, that would be so cool! Hey, at some point, with all this money you will be making from YouTube and streaming and stuff, maybe you will make that stuff happen.
0: Uh, hey, uh, don't, don't, I don't get to. me wrong. Just, just looking at you, I'm getting a little bit of an action Bronson vibe. I don't know what, what to say. Oh
1: man, I love action Bronson. <laughs> I
0: love action Bronson. I'm,
2: I'm, I think as a YouTuber, you have to diversify as much as possible. You know, so you have to get con, you have to get income streams from as many sources as you can yeah. possibly get. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're never, you're never guaranteed that Twitch is going to be around tomorrow or that YouTube is going to be around tomorrow. So, yeah, one of my goals is uh, round about next year, if things continue as it does, uh, to start a small little restaurant. And the thing that saves me is most people in South Africa just buy chain stores, right? They don't open their own restaurants. Right. And because I watch a lot of cooking shows, there's so <laughs> many restaurants that don't exist in South Africa because no one ever fucking thinks of them. It's <laughs> not a chain that they can man, buy. Man,
0: best of luck with that. That sounds
1: amazing. Listen, next year if you do that shit, we're gonna make it work, and we're gonna come there. And we're gonna do a podcast in your restaurant. Oh, that would be eating, fucking eating, lovely. T- yeah. t- t- tasty food yep. tasting. Oh my god, I'm hungry. It with- would <laughs> be, be beautiful, man. You know, eating the food he cooked live on the stream and talking (laughs) shit and wow, that would be beautiful. uh, I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. Make it a plan, make it a plan. Hope hope it works out for you, Ben, it definitely, it's it's awesome to hear, you know, people having, you know, ambitions of, and and passions of different sorts. You love cooking. No. Uh, You know, uh, the flame also loves cooking. But I don't think he's gonna be able to nice. open up a restaurant today. No, no, I'm <laughs> gonna eat all, all of the all of the supplies
0: before <laughs> before everything happens. I'm just gonna cook for myself and he it's like, oh shit, this was this supposed to go to table five? What is table five? <laughs> it's beautiful. I guess I'm lucky in that I no
2: longer eat. Um, like, I only eat meat. I've been on the carnivore diet for three weeks now. Like Peterson. Um, ha ha. Yeah. How's I'm, that I'm on the I'm on the carnivore diet now for three weeks. Feels amazing. So the restaurant that I'll start won't be food that I eat. So that's good.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's that's, that's smart. A, <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
2: yeah. A, <laughs> I just have to come up with cool stuff that people, other people want to eat.
0: What, what um, do the Google people say? Don't, but don't yeah. eat your own product? or uh, Something like that. Yeah, it's, pretty much something some, like something that. Like, it's definitely about food, 100%.
1: <laughs> but how, how, how is the, the carnivore diet going for you, my man? What's, what's the purpose? What's the goal? You want to lose weight? You want to have more energy? What's the whole thing about that? I just wanted to try,
2: you know, right. that, that's really it. When I first learned about this diet and I learned about the, the the effects of it, I thought, fuck it, that would be, I want to try this. I want to see how this works. Um, the weight loss is really a side effect, but I've lost a ton already. Just in three right. weeks, uh, looking at pictures from my first day that I started this to now. Holy shit. Progress. Um, so much smaller. But... Um, I, I would say the first two weeks was hell. Um, oh, yeah. Diarrhea, <laughs> fucking uh, tired, so drained, mind fog. You, you just feel like you can't do stuff, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: But now it's starting to fix itself. Like, I'm starting to feel far better. Yep.
1: You're nowadays. adjusting.
2: Yeah. There it's an go. expensive fucking diet, though, but ah, I so love man. it. So you're balancing the
0: vegans in the world.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, look, if people have a problem with the fact that I only eat meat, I have a suggestion for them. Go start eating the vegetables and then uh, I'll eat the fucking meat. <laughs> exactly. <Not a> <laughs> Perfect. Everything Perfect. in equilibrium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's always, I mean, I'm always thinking it's like if, if there is like a specific type of food diet, there's always that that carbohydrate Temptation, just sitting there, walking past the store, or seeing an ad, or everything, you get those cravings. Like, oh, that donut! I want that donut now. (laughs) (laughs) Krispy Kreme
2: just opened. Oh no! But I just moved to South uh, to Pretoria. Uh, Krispy Kreme wasn't in Polokwane where I used to live. Now Krispy Kreme is here, and I am in love with Krispy Kreme. I know. But the good, the nice thing is. Th- those cravings are going away. Uh, they were heavy in the first two weeks.
1: I can imagine.
2: But for the last five days, I've not craved anything. Like I crave meat. Like when I when I'm getting hungry, I want steak. I I, I need some red meat to fucking eat. Beautiful. So right? hopefully that remains. Because fuck me if I start craving Krispy Kreme, I don't
0: know if I can say no. <laughs>
1: keep, it, keep it together, Stefan. You, you got it, man.
0: Uh, it sounds it sounds pretty cool and. uh I haven't, I haven't considered a carnivore diet yet, but uh, I've been, been, been interested in uh, trying it out. Um, but it does sound like this is so different because I've never heard of carnivore diet up until like a year or two ago. I don't know how long this has been going out. Uh, I'm not sure if this is uh, an answer to, to what I was about to ask, but was there any point in your life where you did like, uh, where you switched gears, 180, you said that you you, know, you had your own moments where you're like, okay, fuck this shit, let's let's do that. Uh, was there like a specific moment when it's like, okay, I'm switching this 180% around, 180 degrees around? <laughs> um, in, in, in terms of what? Just in life, uh, life in general? Life, anything, lifestyle, diets, activities, interests, whatever you want. I mean, this was a pretty
2: 180 shift uh, from where I used to be, uh, the carnival one. But I'd say the biggest shift in my entire life really came around about the age of 23 um i was in high school at college i, I was a uh, complete socialist and communist wait 100 percent. I, I bought really? into the entire yeah i bought into the government should own everything fuck these corporations um you know that's really i would say my interesting yeah i was 100 percent as far left as you can fucking go and um at the age of 25 when I started my own company that's where I went wait a second why the fuck is the government getting all my money and they're doing fuck all <laughs> like they're just making it harder and harder for me to make money uh, they don't deserve my fucking money right so slowly but surely that there was a shift that, that transpired within me, or took place within me where I moved closer to the center um, and nowadays I'm I'm probably as libertarian as it gets, even though I disagree with some of the libertarians as well. Um, I would say that was my biggest shift. Uh, I was far left. I've never been far right. That's not really my style. (laughs) I I don't really, I don't have enough interest to have a problem with people of other races. (laughs) Like like my interest level is just like, you tell me, (laughs) hey, we're going to go fucking demonstrate against people of other races. "Ah, I think I'll play games, bro. <laughs> you go do your thing, right? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I'm just gonna play games here, and I, I don't give a fuck what you want to do. So yeah, that's that. I would say that was my biggest shift. Everything um, else has usually been. I'm always, I'm very stable. So uh, I have this girl that I'm talking to now, and uh, she always asks me how How are you doing? Like, how's your day going? And then she gets angry because my answer is always the same.
1: Good. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a <laughs> simple man, doing good. I I don't
2: know, like how do you have a bad day? Like I can have a bad hour, right? Something can happen. I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake! Can't believe that happened. But then it's fixed again, and I go on. So I'm always the same. I, I don't think I ever change. As for someone that's always bored with everything, I am the most boring person. I'm the say. same always.
1: <laughs> but dude, it, it's I never expected this. Is like this is like so interesting. Like hearing part of your story and part of your journey. It's like you had, you had yeah. your, your down moment, you had your far left communist socialist moment. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, having your, your own job and your own business in, in, in South Africa, then, you know, trying to go to for, for, uh, law school, then going into acting and on on YouTube. It's man. It's I'm. I'm always amazed about the stories on the people, you know, getting to do, you know, wow, content creation of whatever. It's 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 beautiful, man. And I'm happy to hear like you're in a place right now, and it definitely shows. You're you're in a place right now where, where things are good. Uh, almost probably on almost all fields. All, I guess anything can be improved. But at this point, you know, hearing part of your journey has just been a trip, man. What it's like. Oh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Uh, no, no. I just want to say, well, thank you. I, I you're right, and everything can always improve. Yeah. But it's goals, right? You set goals for yourself, and you yes. fucking try and smash them. My goal right now, well, mine, Alex's goal, is to get to fifty k subs by December. Probably not gonna fucking do it, but that's right. the goal.
1: It's gonna happen. Um, I think you're already at forty or close to forty. I'm at thirty-one, I think now.
2: Thirty-one well, k. Remember, I, I. I've had a very explosive last month. Like last month, we gained over 3,000 new subs in one month, well, which was crazy for me. It's the most subs I've ever had in a single month. But um, like the goal is to get to 50K. That's like my, my one goal. And then I've got goals for my weight loss. I've got goals for my diet. But I think goals is how you always yeah. move yeah. forward. I'm, I'm say something good. for yourself and say, like you guys, when you decided to start doing this podcast, it's a goal. Right? I'm sure you guys have dreams of where you want this thing to be in a year from now.
1: Oh, yes. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> and that keeps you going. That dream keeps you going. It's that thing that makes you wake up in the morning and go, let's fucking do this. I can do this.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I 100%. Do this. Uh, goals, goals, and a little bit of structure goes a long way. And I don't know where I've mm. heard this. Uh, but I definitely heard it somewhere. It's like the uh, the only people who don't achieve success or don't don't accomplish their goals are the people that give up. That's kind of like the only yeah. real criteria of not accomplishing yeah, something. don't give up. Temple
2: showed a, a study where they did they took like a bunch of uh, university students and uh, they tracked their lives from as they leave university to going into the workplace to try and figure out what is the best indicator of success. So. Uh, is it IQ? Is it how well you did in, in, in uni? How well you did in high school? You know? So what is the best indicator of success? And what they found across all of their studies, hard work, hard work and perseverance. Those are the only indicators of success. If you want to be successful, grind it out. Just never fucking stop grinding. Make as much as you can. Do as much as you can. Just keep the hustle alive, you know? Keep hustling. So you fucking make it.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's um, one hundred percent what what needs to happen. And I was about to ask you something in regards to making it on YouTube, but I think you just answer it now. And I'm going to mm-hmm. go down a different route with you, Stefan, just to close it off. Because okay. we are, you know, we, we're hitting low on clo- closing the podcast and it has been mwah, exquisite. Uh, it was,
2: <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, by the way. I, so I, much fucking
0: fun. I did not want watch You guys are amazing.
1: <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> it it <laughs> takes two to tango,
0: Ekolan, don't worry yeah. about it. It was pretty amazing for us.
1: The thing is, um, we everybody says they have, like, no regrets. Right, like anybody you ask was just like, I don't regret anything I do. But like for you, Stefan, when you look back, is there anything you would have done differently? Doesn't matter your life journey, your YouTube journey, I don't know, your whole, part of your whole journey. A couple of things. Hmm. Uh,
2: I would never have started smoking. Like that's the one, that's my biggest regret. And I know that sounds Corny as fuck, but
1: no nah, man, no, no. I, I, kicking
2: smoking you... is the hardest thing you can fucking do in your life. There is nothing harder because it's <laughs> not just an addiction, it's part of your social framework. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you stand with friends and you have a cigarette in your hand, you have a yeah. drink, you have a cigarette in your hand, you have coffee, you have a cigarette in your hand, after dinner, you have a cigarette. So that's the one big regret that I have in my life ever starting,
1: yeah, smoking,
2: picking up the first fucking cigarette. I, and it was the worst cigarette I've ever smoked in my life.
1: <laughs> but I kept fucking
2: knowing it because I thought it was cool. And so uh, from, I guess, my, my number one regret is not learning to respect myself enough earlier on in life. That was um, a huge problem for me. And it might be because I'm overweight and, you you know, overweight people love to make this, you know, they, they put on this armor, they wear their weight as an armor. So they'll call themselves fat rather than someone else saying it to them because as soon as they did it, did it, you can't hurt them with it anymore. Yeah. But every overweight person knows that they're overweight. They know that they're fat. They know that they're not the best looking people. And so uh, I used to be this this guy who... I was very sure of myself. I was, I was very much out there and doing my own fucking thing. But uh, sometimes people would walk over me, especially girls would take great advantages of me because I did not respect myself enough to say, no, sorry, this is not gonna fucking work for me. Um, and I wasted a lot of time. I think I counted the other day, almost five years of my life was wasted in misery because I, I didn't stand up for myself and say to a girl, Sorry, no. This is just not fucking on. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think that would be like that's five years wasted, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's a long. I, I won't time. say that I, I won't say that I completely regret it because I think regret the problem with it is if you regret it means you didn't learn anything from it, right? But True. because of those things, I have forced myself to learn how to be better and how to to respect myself more and to think more of myself so i don't know uh, but those are the things that whenever i think of it those are the things that i yeah. think well i would have loved to not have done
1: it's yeah it's, it's basically i know you know saying having no regrets i was just thinking about you know if you would have done it differently not necessarily having regrets over it five years my dude that's a long time and you know yeah. it's it's good that that you that you got uh, you got over it and you got to to see yourself in a better light and having you know having a, a better perspective and i don't know a different confidence about yourself i think that i mean it translates in all aspects of your life right it, it transcends yeah. everything and it, it comes from
2: the so just very quickly just before we uh, obviously you guys are going to the end of the the podcast now but Uh, It boils down to, we all know of the frame zone thing, right? Where guys complain that they're being frame zoned by goals. The only reason you're being frame zoned by a goal is because you don't respect yourself enough to tell her no. No, I will not be your friend while you fuck other guys, right? Did I'm you not hear that, Flam? that no, 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 This is important for friends. Takes you to the party. <laughs> if you're not sleeping with me, you can fucking walk to the party. I'm not <laughs> going on my way to do it for you. you know? wait, wait, let, let me write this let, down. Yeah, here. this
1: is good, good lessons for fun. Load it down, my friend. It's good. So listen to, to Mr. But, Stefan over here.
2: <laughs> for me, uh, you have to have that self-respect. And it's not just for girls. It's with people as well. Yeah. If someone is treating you badly and you're not getting anything out of it, then fuck them. Yeah. They, they don't have the right to do that. It's, your boss can treat you as every whichever way he wants. He pays your fucking salary, right? So you're getting something out of that. But if it's a random guy that just wants to shit on you for no reason and you're not getting anything from it, stand up for yourself and walk away. That's when I learned that. Um, Things changed. My life became so much better. The ability to walk away to say. No thanks. If you don't want to do this on my terms, I'm leaving. I'm not
0: gonna be here.
1: Hell yeah. More power more power to you, my friend.
0: <laughs> my Mar- Marcellian joke, oh, yeah. but that's a, that's also a lesson. Uh it took a hard time and long time for me to learn as well.
1: <laughs> I know I know yeah. what I'm joking about, fool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think you. every guy does, you know, because we're we're taught by
2: Hollywood and the movies that the guys that girls want are these pathetic guys that grovel. How many movies are there, right? Where the guy never gets the girl, oh, and he he's always there, he's always by her side, he's her best friend, and then towards the end of the movie, they finally kiss and they get married.
1: Yeah. Uh, In real life, that such, doesn't fucking yeah, it's happen. Such stereotype yeah, bullshit. That, that, that but kills but
0: the guilt of people's like, oh yeah, no, it makes sense because he suffered, yeah, he has to get it. That's not. Life isn't as easy where you can be that, and you know.
2: They realize you're the fucking best man, bro. Like, you're <laughs> going to be the best man at her wedding. You're not going to marry her. Uh,
0: because
2: oh, that's so good. <laughs> women want a man that respects themselves as well. She wants sure. a man that can be a man, that can stand up for himself and know what he wants. Right? The same way we want women that can do that. Of course. Uh, there's all of this talk men are so afraid of strong, independent women. I don't know where the fuck women find that, but that's
1: not true. It's not true at all. I, yeah, I don't, no, it's sure not, that, not not for me either. True. So No that's, one wants a weak
2: fucking uh, woman that can't stand up for herself. You want someone that can challenge you, that can be your friend, that can be your fucking partner moving forward. Yeah, right. So I would say to any man watching this, if you're frame-zoned, phone that girl right fucking now <laughs> and don't... tell her, listen here, you're either going on a date with me or you can fuck right off there's no more friend zone yet
1: <laughs> and and listen for more advices on relationships and friend zones and even more lore speculation please do go and check out our boy acolon on twitter.tv slash accolade <laughs> youtube.com slash the acolon the links are over there uh i'm pretty sure you got a, a hell out we got a hell out of a podcast in this one Oh, and uh, yeah. hoping you guys too the ones who, who watched and the ones who listened because we're also on Spotify and Google Podcasts and all the places you can find us we're there it's been an amazing trip and once again we've been i personally i've been my expectations again have been blown yeah it's, it's like, it was it was, weird. It was really cool what the fuck <laughs> It's,
0: it's one of the, and I think people can tell this is one of the most personal podcasts that, that we've been through. We don't yeah. really want to push the note of, you know, just talk about everything that that bothers you or that bothers you. like. But if you're this <laughs> open, it's so cool. It reflects that you've accepted a lot of things. And that's that's also really a big sign of growth. And hey, guys. Like, just like Akala said, the face that you see here is not everything, we're, we're like people behind it, we have, we have our own shit going on, right. and hey, we want to connect, right? we want to be
1: people, yeah, stuff like it. that. That's it, it was beautiful, so... Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ekalon, Stefan, for, for joining. I think Stefan was really, really cool. Uh, yeah. And being being this open and getting into subjects that normally people would be a little bit hesitant to go into. I think it's important, it's inspiring. And look oh, at yeah. you. For I sure. mean, if there's an example of overcoming shit, there he is. There's the man.
2: Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I really appreciate it to each and every one of you. I Yes. So fucking amazing. I had a ton of fun
0: on this. All right, man. it has happy, been happy. really cool. Uh, hope to have you again on the on the podcast. Yeah. and uh, no. be- Best of luck. You're definitely going to get the subs. Don't worry about it. It's just a it's matter coming. of time. And the hustle. You said it yourself.
1: Uh, keep on the hustle. Oh, yeah. The grinding. It's there, it's there.
2: Your guys are going on to your 100k, right? Uh, yeah, hopefully. And you're moving on to 100k. Yeah, Ho- yeah, hopefully, that's,
1: that's the goal. It's the, the, the same thing. Right around December, something like that. Hopefully we'll get there. Uh, I'll Hopefully we we'll
2: both make uh, make our marks. We
1: have, <laughs> yeah. we'll both
2: have
0: about 20k to go, so we can fucking do it. Yeah, it's just, <laughs>
1: exactly. It's just <laughs> a exactly matter of time, of man. We're, we're park.
0: definitely gonna get there. Drink a metaphorical beer right, once, right. once yeah. we achieve it. <laughs> thank
2: Beautiful. you so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it.
1: That's of course, man, it's been pleasure. a real pleasure. Our pleasure. And thank you everybody for tuning in to the seventh episode of MoCast. Thank you, Mr. Flame. And thank uh, you, Mr. Marcelian, for yes. spearheading this one. This was <laughs>
0: one of the coolest conversations we had yet. And of course, yeah. everybody is cool. And next week you're gonna have a new
1: <laughs> I, I guest. Can, I can bet they will not expect this one because it's so out of the blue, but you'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, good. it's gonna be pretty good. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. Marcellion said it. You can find us on multiple platforms. Spotify, There's our, our links podcasts. down. No, this this, this way. Like, Somewhere. Right, boop, right boop, there, so, some, some, something like that, something like that. So, get uh, you guys in the next episode. Next Monday, baby! Bye-bye! Yes.
1: <laughs> well, I'mma do a
0: slash bow. Still, I play wow. Still, I play wow.